0: Aloha, I'm Marcia Joyner, and we are navigating the journey. Today is 9-11, now for those of us that are old enough to remember, that was a pivotal moment in American history. And what I've learned, that there are young people in Afghanistan that don't even know that this happened. So we're going to take a moment to acknowledge, to remember, and just to take a look at 9-11. And then uh, we're going to talk to my dear friend, Colonel Von Hahn from the Office of Veterans Services, and we'll talk more about what's going on with today's veterans. These are the towers before the uh, airplanes flew into them. On 9-11 and this is that moment when the planes actually flew in to the towers. It was 4 o'clock a.m. Hawaii time and just watching that was unbelievable that this kind of thing could happen. And it, it just breaks my heart even now to look at it so many people were killed, so many things happened, so many things, that these pictures here are the lights that the New York uh, uses where the towers were. Let me tell you just one of the subtleties of 9-11. They were out to break our democracy. So in New York on that day, Tuesday it was, that they had planned an election. So when they shut the towers, when they ended the election, the towers were, those towers were in the heart of the uh, financial district. So that was planned to disrupt the finances of America because New York is the heart of the financial district for the United States. And then they went to uh, the Pentagon. And so, if you look at the whole picture—the planning, the election, the finances, and the Pentagon—those are the heart of our democracy. And they really went after our democracy on that day. Thankfully, everybody, in spite of all the things, all the people that died, all the people that are still dying because of it, we as a come are standing tall. Now let's go to uh, our uh, guest, Colonel Ron Pond. Colonel, good morning. Marshal, yeah, thanks for allowing me to join you
1: today, and thank you so much for remembering Patriot's Day. You know, and never forgetting um, loss of life and uh, the amount of. Um, emotional scars that live with us today, that we may never forget uh, uh, the things that we are doing today, especially those who serve today in uniform, stand for freedom. So thank you so much, Martha for allowing me to come on your show today.
0: Well, you know, it is a special day for for those of us. Um, since the Civil War, I have had somebody in the military in every generation including my grandson, who is new to the Air Force, and so there was no way to allow this day and not acknowledge it. So, thank you for all you do. So, tell us about what the Office of Veterans Services, now that's the State Office, so tell us what you do as the State Office.
1: Thank you, Marsha. Um, the State Office of Veterans Services serves in a, a lot of different um, after these, but mainly it's provide benefits and entitlements, sponsoring to our, uh, our veterans um, who are transitioning out of the military, uh, veterans who serve in war campaigns, and uh, provide them um, support for disability claims and uh, help them navigate through the VA, uh, the Veterans Affairs process. We also help manage the eight state veteran cemeteries uh, throughout the state. And, uh, in partnership with, uh, the Veterans Affairs Cemetery Association and administration. And then we also take care of just day-to-day activities dealing with, we may work some legislative issues dealing with veterans, uh, for example, uh, World War II Filipino veterans working with, um, uh, many of the veterans groups that are out there to support them and, and the requirements for the Retro Medal Award, the Chinese, uh, World War II veterans as well and other related groups and just trying to find ways to help veterans as you know, uh, Marsha, you and I have worked very closely on uh, many project. There's not enough that we can do to support our veterans. But in a nutshell, that's what we do. We've got offices on Kauai, on Maui, Hilo, and Kona. Uh, we do outreach to Lanai and Molofei. We also have uh, several offices here on Oahu over at Diamond Head and right at Tripler Army Medical Center. Wow, that's a
0: big—how many—locally, uh, how many veterans do you have? In the state of Hawaii? You know, right
1: now, the, you know, the census is coming up in, uh, in about a year, right, March, just about 2020. But based on the latest census notes that we uh, have re- reflected from the VA state summaries, it's showing between 117,000 and 121,000. Uh, Honolulu Silver Beat back checked us about two or three years ago, it came out with uh, approximately one out of every 10 about 1.3, 1.4 million residents in Hawaii. But one out of every 10 uh, resident is a veteran. So it's a pretty high uh, pretty high uh, ratio out here, and it does not include a lot of the active duty military members. As you all well know, there's a huge footprint out here in Hawaii, approximately 50 to 60,000 active duty members, uh, notwithstanding about uh, 4,000 or 5,000 uh, National Guard members and reservists as well. Eventually, all those folks are going to turn into veterans as well or have already earned veteran status because of the campaign, combat campaigns, and the other related things that they have done. So uh, roughly that's about, that's about the demographic for veterans in Hawaii. Well,
0: now, this is a, a strange thing. The Coast Guard is not part of the Department of Defense. What about them? Well, we serve Coast Guard members as well. Um,
1: you know, we consider them a part of the... Uh, All of the different components, they do come under the Department of Transportation. But as you all know, uh, because of your your husband's background as a uh, submariner in the United States Navy, the Coast Guard plays an integral part uh, out here in in the islands for their uh, rescue and relief operations and humanitarian, drug interdiction, and a lot of other related things. So we do have Coast Guard members that we support to provide honors details, they're immersed in almost any of the activity and things that we do out here. They're, uh, they're, they're an incredible component um, of the total force. So, now, they're included in that number that you gave us. The, that's
0: post- correct. Yeah. That's
1: correct. Now, remember now, veterans normally are those that are coming out of the service and uh, become a veteran status, so notwithstanding those 50,000-plus uh, but also include members of the United States
0: Coast Guard? Oh, you know, when they had the—your president had the government shut down, they were separate and were were not paid like the other people, and that's why I was asking about the difference in the Coast Guard and the regular Department of Defense.
1: Right. I know they come under the State Department of Transportation, but again, they serve a very vital role in, uh, in many different of our missions out here. And frankly speaking, uh, we could not do the things we do out here without the United States Coast Guard, you know, in their rescue missions and the things that they do out there. But yeah, they do have a funding, a different funding uh, stream. Uh, we support them nonetheless in any of our activities here at the State Office of Veterans Services. So
0: now, what is the difference between the State Office of Veteran Services? And the federal VA? Um, what, what's the difference? Or is there
1: that's a difference? Very, that's a very great question, you know. So, in the state, um, Marshall, we've got state benefits and things. Sometimes uh, we offer up things for 100% VA rated stable debts, some relief for some car registration, uh, a little bit of relief on state property taxes, uh, and we also give them some relief also for special adaptive housing. After they've gone through the federal VA and exhausted all their requirements. And so from the state perspective, we would help advocate for the veterans submitting their disability claims through the VA. In many cases, um, VA claims are adjudicated and uh, sometimes they're required to go to appeal when they're not, not approved initially. So our office would advocate for them and provide them uh, support, case support, uh, to meet an appeals judge. In many cases, the VA, if they're helping you submit the requirements, you know they will do their very best to put the requirement in for you. But when it comes to appeals, that's where they're going to have to stop, and that's where you have to you have to get a veterans advocate. Uh, there are many out there. Um, they're called veterans service organizations. Um, and most times, they are accredited. The state um, office of Veteran services. All of our concept corps are accredited. That means three months of. Um, uh, a crane and three months of uh, shadowing before they even take a claim, and um, they have to be fully accredited by the VA to be able to do that. So we're a full-blown advocate. Again, uh, we see the veteran when they leave the service, Marsha, and they go through the disability claim process. We see them as they progress up to the 100% level, in some cases total and permanent, and we also are there for them at the end of life when we help them with their mortuary and next-of-kin with burial requirements. So that's a, that's, that is that's that is kind of a, a big difference in, in how, we, uh, how we work. Now, we like to think, when we work with our VA counterparts, we are complementary. Better casework we do, better fully developed thing that we put together, that will help our VA counterparts to make the proper adjudication to support our veterans. And so we're more of a complement. We are a partner. But again, uh, we see ourselves as more complementary in making sure that we can help veterans are going to be to navigate through the process to be successful in, uh, in the needs um, and requirements.
0: Now, so your department, you all are state employees, is that it, or Department of Defense? Which?
1: Yeah, so we work under the State uh, Department of Defense. Uh, Major General Joe Logan, the Adjutant General is our, uh, our uh, cabinet member, if you will. Uh, deputy is uh, Brigadier General Tinnatara. So we're one of the six divisions, you know, on the Department of Defense you've got Emergency Management Agency, you've got Army Guard, Air Guard, Homeland um, Security, Hawaii U Challenge Academy, and the last one is the State Office of Veteran Services.
0: Wow, that's quite a bit. That And most of us don't know, you know, we just know VA, we don't know all of these things. But this is wonderful that, that the state does these things. And... This is so. Do we go to you first? Well, you know, you've been a friend for so long, but does a veteran who doesn't know, uh, do they stop? They go to you first and then to the feds, or does it matter where they start? Yeah, if you don't
1: watch, that's a great question. They are more than welcome to give us a call first, and we would help them, uh, start off with with the right step forward. You know, oftentimes. Number one issue is to get uh, your eligibility uh, paperwork done. As you well know, the DD Form 214, the status of discharge, is the most important document, um, and that helps you to get qualified, get entered into the VA system, and qualify you for other related things. And our office out here uh, has tie-in some of the digitized uh, DD Form 214s and, and some hard copy archival data. It comes to if you're if you're a home of record home of residence that you designated before you separated and retired here in Hawaii, you should probably have a copy of that if you have your old records. So that would be the, the first place to, to come to uh, at our offices out here, and then we would go ahead and try to help you uh, with the next step, which would be if you have a disability claim that you'd like to file, <laughs> the evidence base that you have on that, your military uh, orders and your military medical records, and we'll build we'll build the case for you, you know, and work that through and, you throughout that uh, process. If it does not get approved the first time out, we're required to go to appeals. We will help you prepare the appeals package and face the uh, federal judge and move that forward uh, for you. And so we just do a lot of different things out here. We get um, a lot of queries for uh, folks that just need help, with sometimes with discharge uh, upgrades. Sometimes we have uh, individuals that require issues where um, things dealing with Educational issues that we try to help them navigate. We kind of espouse to the no wrong door approach. That uh, you know, if we can't help you, we're going to find that someone who can lead you to the right agency so you can get the help that you require. Um, we don't espouse to no, we can't help you. Sorry, that that's not going to happen with any of our offices out here. We are we're uh, we're very very attuned to what the veterans' needs are, and many of my counselors out here have been in the business for. Uh, for many, many years, and most a lot of them are veterans themselves. So veterans helping veterans. I hope that helps.
0: Well, I have another question that uh, I, I was talking to a friend, and he was in uh, Vietnam War, but he was in the guard, and in his state, but they never saw active. I mean, they did not. They were on active duty, I guess, but they were never sent to NAM. And he feels that he's not entitled to any um, compensation or support from the VA. Is he? Because he was in the National Guard in his home state, but he lives here now. He's been resident for 30 years. uh,
1: We left office, Marsha, and uh, signed uh, an executive order. Basically, saying those who have served uh, with honorable service, any component, whether it be guard, reserve, active duty, uh, and serve again with with an honorable um, uh, status uh, throughout their tenure,ship is considered a, a veteran. Now, what veteran receives as far as uh, central compensation and uh, and other related things, it's it dependent on. Uh, the veteran's career uh, experiences and combat activity, and so forth, as you all well know from your husband, you know, there, there's no two veterans alike, you know. And so, now it becomes what are they really uh, uh, entitled to for benefits as we go through and navigate through the system. So, an individual of the Guard uh, may have some combat time um, that might show some connect- service connection that would lead them into um, Uh, Support to the VA, and or it could have a line of duty that happened on a drill weekend. Uh, Say, for example, uh, they had to come up to Tripper to get uh, support and uh, healthcare, and uh, the commander at that time developed a line of duty, and they may be eligible now just because it was showing service connection that has happened before, even though they never deployed, even though they never went into combat duty, but they might have gotten hurt on a drill on a drill weekend. So. There are many different case and points. Again, we would uh, help you and help an individual that would come in there to try to help navigate that um, that that situation and try our very best to uh, to show them, you know, uh, how how it, how they can submit things uh, properly, and then we would stand behind the things that we would submit. So many times, uh, my senior counselors and things have been through thousands of different case works and things, and we. We really have a really good understanding of what it takes to submit uh, documentation. Again, we, we're perfectly aligned. We work right out here at Tripler. We're uh, right here on the benefit side, and we uh, continually do work with the VA, uh, again, in this partnership. So give us a shot. Again, everyone's a little bit different. Um, There's really not a one-size fits all but President Obama did say, as far as a veteran is concerned, those who have served honorably uh, an in any service component is considered a veteran.
0: Okay. Now, uh, would you give tell us how we can connect with you? That is your telephone, the s- telephone number, the website, or however? Absolutely. Absolutely,
1: how uh, Our central line out here is 808-433-0420. That's 808-433-0420. Our central um, email account is OVS hawaii.gov it's O-V-S at hawaii.gov and so you can link up uh, anyway the to, to time with us there. We, uh, If you put in um, O it it'll link you into the uh, State Department of Defense website and there you'll see veteran services you can just tap to that and it'll lead you through the protocol to connect with us. Uh, and again, now we've got Neighbor Island um, up you call the uh, that central line will help you connect with the neighbor island folks as well. Uh, if you're on, uh, if you reside on a neighbor island, uh, again, we're happy to, to connect with you and link with you.
0: So, now you do, we did lots of things together, including the 60th anniversary of the Vietnam War. Was it 60?
1: Yeah, that was in a conflict um, about almost almost ten years ago, uh, Marcia. You were very instrumental. We had that wonderful uh, ceremony here at Eisenhower Auditorium up in um, at the Columbia Medical Center. You had made that special menu of, uh, I believe it was spam,
0: spam, Ur- spam, Hershey's chocolate, and Coca-Cola. We were so. yes. That I was about because of the veterans. These were all Korean War veterans. And that's what Uncle Sam issued was Sam, or Hershey's, and uh, Coke. And then, of course, you've got to be my age to know this, but Hershey created a special kind of bar that could fit in their pockets and didn't melt. And so that was the reason. So for that event, Coca-Cola gave us the souvenir, the original little pretty little bottles, and the young man that gave us all the Hershey chocolate had no idea of any of this because he was much too young to have ever... He didn't know what the war was. And uh, and then we had the spam, of course. I know the uh,
1: war we're very touched. Uh, we brought back a lot of poignant uh, memories for them, and I know uh, we did that 50th anniversary services for commemoration honoring our three more vets on Kauai, Maui, uh, also on Hawaii Island as well. And, you know, we, we just continue to do things now. They're coming up on the 70th next year, so definitely um, we want to kind of look, look forward on that to see what the next thing that the state and you know, nationally we may do uh, for these uh, distinguished veterans, like we did for the 50th commemoration of the Vietnam War about two years ago, yes. so the state on a week long of events. Uh, we had a concert with uh, Tony Orlando. We had a Waikiki like parade, and uh, we had this joint ceremony up at Punch with the county and the state. One of the very few times they've combined resources. But that might have been the first thank you for those, those Vietnam era veterans that, oh, yeah. it, you know, pretty
0: much stuff. I want you to know that I was in the parade, and of course, and I've had. Two others, or had one, and I have currently, both of which served in Vietnam. So I carry two flags in the parade, <laughs> of course, <laughs> They're to honor both of their services. Um, but of course, no one ever, of course I did. It didn't come as a surprise to anybody. Um, you know,
1: but one, a, uh, looked at the World War I just concluded out here with a big. Uh, almost about a year ago at the Natatorium, and that goes back to the legacy of the, the native um, sons and daughters from Hawaii that served in the Great War uh, with the 100-year descent Centennial that we honored, and many of their legacy members, their great-grandchildren and so forth, they carried that forward, that, uh, that that people from Hawaii actually participated and had, a, had a major roles in, in a lot of the war campaign, so thank you personally for what you're doing, and to do to emphasize, to help veterans across the state, especially their loved ones, we can never forget um, the sacrifices made by the families, spouses, children, you know, uh, community members that are rallied behind those to serve in uniform, and I'm, I'm very thankful for you because of your uh, heralded and uh, and your pivotal things. Uh, you know, you are a tremendous um, mechanism for, for getting things done. And especially in supporting our veteran community. And I want to thank you personally
0: for that. Well, thank you. And uh, let me tell you this one last thing before we go. Uh, the morgue here on Oahu ran an ad that there was a veteran who was unclaimed. And I couldn't stand it. So I said, I will claim him. And my husband says, you do what? I, I will claim him. He cannot go. I could not have a veteran go unclaimed. So that was a weekend. I called Ron on repeatedly all night until he finally called me back. And I said, and you know this, Ron, I said, we have to go get him. I cannot handle anybody going unclaimed. So you and your staff did a wonderful job, absolutely marvelous job. Of giving him the proper burial, it was wonderful, and he wasn't alone. The amount of people that showed up that knew him that cared was tremendous so thank but, you yeah, for sure. Dr. I, letting him. We were the genesis for that. We
1: worked very closely with the v a and with our cemetery team members um bunch of people got involved. there's just a lot of folks involved with that, you know um those are the kind of things that uh, really warm our hearts the most, you know. And as you pointed out, Marcia, that veteran had many family members and brothers and sisters, and uh, you brought them all together, and I appreciate you because uh, you were the fire starter that made that happen, and we were very proud and uh, to serve in capacity to support that veteran and his service to our nation.
0: There was no way, no way that I could imagine a veteran being unclaimed—that just—I—I I just broke my heart. So, of course, I claimed it. Of course, I did. It was just what else? I do? So, well, I thank you too for all you do and for always being there for me and for all the veterans, even though dependents aren't uh, cared for by the VA. But that's okay. Thank you for all you do. We
1: appreciate for the city. it. Uh, we got a great team in the OVS. Uh, again, you know, mantra is, we can't do enough. We're always striving. The busier we are, the more things we get done. And we uh, thank you enough, again, for uh, what you do to support us and uh, for your constant recognition of veterans and of family members. Thank you so much. Well,
0: now, are you going to march with the city today, this evening?
1: Yeah. They've already started at 12.15 today. Oh, it is. It's
0: already started.
1: Yeah, with the uh, first responders and police and uh, EMS, I believe, also fire. And I want to say the military is also out there today. So 12.15 today, they've already
0: started their march. Well, again, thank you for your service. Thank you, the VA, for all you do for all the veterans. And, I, and, again, for taking the time to spend with us today. Thank you so much as well, Marcia. Aloha, and we will see you next time.